Welcome to my quarter life crisis. Welcome to my quarter life crisis. Our, Our quarter, quarter life, life crisis. crisis. <laughs> Plural. Plural crises. This is our first episode. Numero uno. It's the pilot Pete of all episodes, if you will. This is the pilot Pete. So my name is Caroline. My name is Addison. We are the hosts. Again, this is our show. It do be our show. It do be. Um, I'm Addison. I'm 25. I am married, a mother of two. I have a daughter who is almost three and a son that just turned one. And I am a work from home, stay at home mom. She does it all, folks. Momming, working, everything at home all the time. I be doing it all, all the damn day. 24-7, 365, no days off. If you might say that. I would 100% say that that is the damn truth. (laughs) She never stops working. This woman never stops. I I have no arguments there. I do concur. (laughs) My name is Caroline. I am not a mother. I am a mother to two fur babies, Teddy Bear and Tank. Hashtag dog mom. Hashtag dog mama to a boy and girl. I have a boyfriend named Eric. We've been together off and on for four years. Long time. And I am a businesswoman gal. The businesswoman of America, would you say? I would. The corporate girl special. Mm, That's you? I'm a mortgage mogul, one might say. I think I would. I think I would, too. So, I'm a loan officer, sales manager. Bada bing, bada boom, I do it all. Finance girlies. I mean, both of us just doing it all, all the damn day. All time. So, this is our show. We're both in our 20s, and we just want to talk about anything that anyone in their 20s would care about. Anything. Whether that be marriage, kids, dogs, engagements, the Kardashians, work-life drama, all of it. So I think that we should just like get into it, do you? Let's just get into it. Right in. So Addison, what's going on with you? I want to spare you a lot of the nitty-gritty about it because I think your imagination could probably take you there. But we have been potty training my three-year-old, my almost three-year-old. And I will say that it's been going well. Um, but there are some ups and downs with it for sure. Um, but yeah, it's going pretty good. I don't have that many complaints about it. She's kind of been taking the reins herself. So that's been a good thing. One, less in diapers. I have no complaints. Like, She's just girl bossing her way to the potty. I only have so many hands to wipe so many asses. You know what I'm saying? We're just doing the damn thing. So one last ass. Well, I'm still <laughs> technically doing that, but in a different way and it will get better. Less diapers. Less diapers makes my wallet feel so much better. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. I started a, a new book this week. It is Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. This is my first Colleen Hoover book, I will say. I've heard a lot about her. I've wanted to read her for a long time. So if anybody has read this book... Let me know what you think, because I haven't been able to find anybody that's reading it right now, and I would like to just get some thoughts about it, because I'm really enjoying it. It's like a love book, or what's the tea? It is about love, but there's also drama in it. Hmm. It was not what I expected it to be, I will say that, and there was like a plot twist at the beginning. So it just kind of like took a curve, took a turn. Took a turve. Took a turve. <laughs> well, um, I'm never going to read it, so uh, you should read it. Mm, probably not. I know people say this all the time and you're like, okay, yeah, sure. But when people are like, 
I enjoy reading. I enjoy not being on my phone. I enjoy reading before going to bed rather than scrolling TikTok. I'm a TikTok fiend. So I'm like, nah, I'm good scrolling until I get the message on my For You page that's like, you good? You've been scrolling a long time. Why don't you take a break? I have gotten that message multiple times in my (laughs) life. Are you? Okay. (laughs) So for me to be sitting here saying that I enjoy reading before bed, I wouldn't take it lightly. I'll consider it. Won't make any promises, though. Maybe I know what to get you for Christmas. (laughs) Gift receipt, please. (laughs) How was your week? My week was good. Um, No potty training here. Thankfully, my boyfriend is potty trained. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Um, My my husband's mainly potty trained. On good days. (laughs) (laughs) A couple things. First things first. The fun news is that me and Eric went engagement ring shopping. Oh, Say yes to the ring. Say yes. You will. You saying yes to the man's? I already said yes to that man's. <laughs> I'm already cuffed. Literally, you can be tied down so many ways before marriage. Like, mm-hmm. I had both of my kids before I was married. I was like, this is the least like committal part of all of it. We already had our house and both of our kids. So I'm like walking down the aisle. Yeah. Ain't nothing. We already have a house. We got two children, two babies, two fur babies. What's a document? We got a joint bank account. I mean, just throw a ring on it, you know. So how was it? Did you have a good time? It was very fun. Um, both of our moms went with us, so we had the emotional excitement from them. Me and Eric were mainly just excited and jazzed to be there. You're just excited to see that rock on the finger. Yes, honestly. I was just like, hmm, two carat, three carat. Like, I guess this one will do. I guess. So yeah, it was really fun. Um, I don't know when it's going to happen, clearly. That's going to be a surprise, but it was nice trying on rings to see what actually looked good on my fingers, as opposed to just, like, scrolling on Instagram and saving them and thinking, mm, this is the ring. Right. Or trying on other people's rings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know you, so I'm sure that what you thought you wanted was exactly what you wanted. A hundred percent. The ring that I had taken a screenshot on my phone is the exact ring that I ended up wanting. Yeah. I think we would both recommend going ring shopping slash trying on just slash doing your research with your partner. Because I don't think that everybody does that. We actually have friends that are engaged that did did not go ring shopping with their partner. And to each their own, for sure. But I personally would recommend going with your partner. We both did that. And I, I guess the only person that probably shouldn't go is if they are an absolute hand model and any ring could look good on their fingers. That's not me. That's not me. That was not the hand I was dealt. It was for scientific research. I had to go. For research purposes, I had to go look at my finger with these rocks. I just had to see what it looked like. I had to. And now we are both certain that we know there is a ring out there for this finger. Well, I think I have some more details about it than you, but my lips are sealed and you ain't going no shit. My lips are sealed. It's not information for you to know until you know, you know. Luckily for you, I'm not going to pry because I would like to be surprised, so. I like to pry, but I also like to be surprised, so, like, I I really just shoot myself in the foot both ways. Yeah. I like to know the things, but I also don't want to know. See, you want to know something funny that I told Eric? (laughs) I told him that I want a three-month countdown. Not a countdown, like, hey, here's a three-month warning that it's going to happen. Why? 
Because sometimes when I go get my manicure, I'm feeling a little bit funky. Where she's a little spicy? bit spicy? A little bit funky fresh. So sometimes I go with a little blue, a little purple, maybe even like a yellow. Oh. And personally, if I get engaged with purple fingernails, I'm going to have to facetune every single fingernail in my engagement post. And no one else can post a photo besides me. So. Well, by the time you get engaged, Instagram may not even be what Instagram is right now. Touche. So I'm sure you've seen all of the celebrities fighting back against Instagram. So do you have the update? Honestly, I don't know. But I do know that I'm experiencing what some people are talking about. Whenever I open up my Instagram app, it always opens up on a reel and it's always blaring. Mm -hmm. So it's like I can't escape these reels. And I know they're pushing them at me because who the hell posts reels? I am not. Maybe I post one reel when I go on vacation, but yes. who is pushing reels? I mean, is it not me? It's not me. I, like, made, I made one reel in my entire life, and it was kind of hard, and I never did it again. Yeah. The, first of all, the user interface, whatever we want to call it for reels, is, is just not it. And second of all, I'm on Instagram for photos. And that's the consensus of all of these comments is people really want photos. Yeah. I, the thing about Instagram doing that is they're it's obvious that they're trying to compete with TikTok, but I'm just like, you don't have to be everything. It yeah. is okay for certain apps to be for other things. You don't have, don't be something that you're not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, remember when Instagram didn't even have stories, Snapchat had invented right. stories and then they took over stories. But I will say stories went well for Instagram, yeah. but I don't think them pushing reels is going to go well. Because even all the celebrities, which is how Instagram makes a lot of their money, are saying that they want it to be back to their, you know, natural format of photos. But that's what I go to Instagram for is to see, you know, photos of my friends. But I, I also like to watch stories. So yeah. maybe maybe I'm just not evolved with the times yet. Yeah, I don't know. Did you read the comments on that guy, the Moseri guy, the Instagram Moseri guy? It's like the CEO or something? Yeah, he posted that really odd video did you watch the video i saw like 10 seconds of it it was very gaslighty it was very like <laughs> we're doing this because times are changing and we're evolving for our clients so just letting you know we're evolving i just don't understand these social media companies when they just keep making so many unwanted and unnecessary changes it's what happened to myspace like that's the epitome of that so many changes you know how facebook died for like a good five years and then, like, we are all back on it now. But, like, how Facebook died for a long time. Yeah. It's because they're just making so many changes. And, again, trying to be something that you're not. Changes that no one asked for. People like familiarity. Yeah. Well, this is a comment from um, the James Charles, which, oh, no comment on that. But here's the comment that he put. Hi, sisters. People are interacting more with videos because that's the only type of content you guys are distributing and pushing on the app. Ew, emoji, you know, the little, eh. There are no photos for us to be interacting with in the first place because you've changed the algorithm to hide them, which I don't disagree with. No, I mean, if I think about it, I get a lot of suggested posts on my timeline. So there are people that I don't even follow and they're mainly reels once I think about it. Yeah. But I will say my Instagram is actually pretty far behind because I don't even have it to where you can click the Instagram button in the top left and you can change the... Um, oh, to chronological? Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, Do I have you? it and I don't even use it because I forget that it's not just chronological. You know, they're saying that they're trying to fix it to where, you know, you can have your feed how you want it and all of a sudden I'm like, mm, mommy, 
And then the Instagram creator guy, Mozeri, replied back to James and said, the way we design Instagram and build ranking is to try and show people what they're interested in. We can't know for sure what you, you were interested in, so we use what you interact with as proxy. Over time, via ranking, have been showing more videos because more people continue to interact more and more with the videos. But I don't believe that's true because I'm always clicking out of videos as fast as possible. But like, you're saying that I'm watching more videos, but you don't think it's because you're pushing more videos on me and you're making sure that that's what I'm seeing? Yeah. Of course you're going to see that that's what I see the most because you make me see it. Yeah, I'm not seeing my friends post on Instagram, but I'm seeing those reels. I'm seeing random people showing me what they got at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Different recipes of the week. Emily Mariko. They're just pushing the socialist agenda. <laughs> or is it capitalism? I don't know. <laughs> capitalism really popped off today. Capitalism is in full force, ladies. So yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I think doing too many things can really hurt you in the long run. And I wouldn't be surprised if we're looking at something different. Do you have Be Real? No, but I've heard of it. I don't have it though. I don't either, but I see more people talking about it. I'm just... I don't know. I feel like in my ways with my social media, you know? It just feels like an app that's going to come and go. You think? Yeah, I don't think it's going to get much traction, especially because what I've heard, I don't have the app, so I don't know for sure. Yeah. What I've heard is there's like a, it basically randomly prompts you and it's like, okay, now you can take your be real photo. Yeah. So it's not like you can just take it. Right. It's when they allow you to take it. Yeah. So you get a notification and it's like, now it's be real time and you take a photo using your front camera and, and your back, back camera. camera and everybody's is at the same time of the day. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, as a girl that sits in an office um, for a lot of hours of my lifetime <laughs> or in bed, I just don't vibe with that narrative. So I don't think I'll be partaking in this one. As a girl that likely has some sort of baby food on her, um, sweat in my hair, possibly even shit on my hand. <laughs> it's a no for me. Like, I know that that's pretty real. That's I'm going to be real and just say that I don't think it's for me. It's not for me, dog. Well, in other social media news, you follow Whitney Simmons, right? I do. That's my girl. Whitney Simmons, we are your girls. Did you see her post on her story about her swimwear, swimwear line? Yeah, I was really interested about it because let's back up a little bit. So Whitney Simmons is a fitness kind of lifestyle yeah, um, YouTuber. YouTuber, Instagrammer. We've followed her for a long time since college at yeah. least and i just really like her i also really like that she's open about her mental health struggles so i just really like her as a person and she had a swimwear line with two other women do you know who that was i do not i don't recall their names anyways they had a swimwear line called toluca swimwear and it was branded to be very size inclusive mm-hmm for everybody all of that stuff i personally never bought anything but they did have really cute things Mm -hmm. i will say i heard not super great things about it really yes i follow a plus size creator and she ordered from there and she said that their sizing was very very bad Hmm. granted i will say that that was the only like negative thing that i had heard about it but that was the only person who was plus size that i had seen try it and it just didn't go over well anyways toluca has gone out of business and nobody has said anything about it until now yeah so whitney posted on instagram she did a little q a 
and someone basically asked her what was going on with Toluca. And basically she said that she's parting ways with the other owners, Taylor and Chloe. So they're going to keep going on and they're going to move Toluca in a different direction. And Whitney's no longer going to be a part of it. Well, it's going under another company, right? Yeah, they just put, I can't wait to see the amazing pieces launching in the future by Taylor, Chloe, and their amazing team. So I think it's being absorbed by another brand, but the other girls are staying on board and Whitney's not. Yeah, they could have bought them out. I will say, I saw something about that in some, like, Facebook group. Somebody was talking about it, and apparently the other two girls are, like, kind of weird or, like, hard to work with. Hmm. So I think that's, I think Whitney's kind of separating herself maybe from them. And if we're just being frank, Whitney doesn't need to look up. Yeah. Whitney's, she's girl boss in one way or another. Straight up. She has her own fitness app. It's Mm -hmm. called Alive non-spons but i have tried it myself and i did actually really like it there's a lot of different programs on there so she has her app she does a lot of clothing lines with gymshark she has products with alani new so i mean she doesn't need she's doing well she doesn't need anybody to drag her down that is the tea i don't need that either so i understand but we are wishing well to whitney on her next endeavor because i'm sure she's not done ladies whitney's been going on some podcasts lately Oh, tea. Guess what, Whitney? We have a podcast. We have a we have a spare bedroom, too. <laughs> and my dog's name is the same as her dog's name. So I'm just throwing that out there. I could rename one of my dogs to be Navy if that gets <laughs> you on the podcast. So just putting it out there. And other exciting news. Guess who is going to be buying a new house soon? No. Not me. Don't give me the I side eye. I was like, you just bought this house. <laughs> I am going to be girl bossing with real estate but not my time yet not we've only been way. here since january so not even like, a year come on yeah i hope it's me i want a new house <laughs> no it's my dad oh really yeah so my dad just turned 59 and a half <laughs> so for those that don't know when you turn 59 and a half you get access to like 401ks without without tax penalties 59 and a half yeah 59 and a half so he just turned 59 and a half so he was able to withdraw from whatever he had so now he has access to all of his money This is an educational podcast because I did not know that. Yeah. People ask me all the time about retirement stuff. And I'm like, honestly, Google, because I don't know. I'm very far from there. So he's getting started with the whole process. I finished getting him pre-approved on Friday. And then we went and looked at like three different houses on Friday. So exciting, exciting times for Dave. coming like around here? No. So he was looking kind of in like Hearst, Euless, Bedford area. But then he's kind of thinking Arlington because you can get more bang for your buck over there. But no, we're a little bit too north over here for him. A little bit closer to the Cowboys. And also, um, Dave the Rave is a golf fanatic and he golfs Mm. south, not up here. So for that reason, he will not be moving towards me. He might run into Preston soon because Preston has decided that his new favorite hobby is golf and um, he loves to be away from his family for six hours um, out of a whole day. Eric is really wanting to get into golf, Don't. but I know the time commitment that it will ensue, so I'm just kind of... I feel like I'm lucky that it took yeah. this long for Preston to get into golf, but golf is the bane of my existence, and I need to find a hobby that takes six hours out of a day. Like, sorry, I gotta go hang out with my friends for six hours and drink and just shoot the shit, but I'll be back, love you, yeah. but it's also a sport, you know? I think we should just start golfing and just go... Just ride around the golf course. Yeah, drink some Trulies, do some laps, call it a day, get a tan. Yeah. You know, why not? I don't see anything wrong with that. 
that's that's what's going on with Day of the Rave. Exciting times. But you know what's interesting about real estate right now? Have you heard about how the market's flipping? Mm-hmm. So whenever I bought my house in January, it was kind of the beginning stages of where people were asking 50000 or they were offering fifty k over asking price. It's so insane. Just like insanity, 50, 60 offers on one house. It's and the wild, wild west out here. Yeah, it really, really was. But in the past couple of weeks, I would say maybe four weeks ago, especially in DFW and other markets, it really has flipped. And now there's a ton of inventory and you're seeing house prices decrease on Zillow. Also, mortgage rates are going up. So it's just it's a really weird time right now in real estate, but it's going to be good time for a buyer. So I'm really excited for my dad. Yeah, that's good. I I know the past couple of months we've known a handful of people that have been trying to buy houses. And like we personally know people who have offered $100,000 over asking and they did not get the house. It's insane. Like what? Yeah. If we, we bought our house in March of 2020, literally days before the entire world shut down, like I could not even find cleaning products to clean our new house it was really a lot and we spent the first six months of owning our house in our house you got real familiar with that new house yeah really we made ourselves comfy if we did not buy our house when we bought our house we i don't think we would have a house so it was the best timing for us yeah the first six months of this year was really rough even renting i'm like most people that we know that rent their rent is more than my mortgage. So uh, that's not even necessarily a better option. Yeah, my apartment lease was supposed to end in May or no, April. Mm-hmm. And they sent me a letter to like renew and they were going to increase my monthly payment by like $400. Wow. So I would have been paying 1800 just for the rent, not like the bullshit fees they add on like HOA and trash. Right. $1,800 for one bedroom, like 900 square foot apartment. Yeah, that's more than my mortgage. So it's like, what? Yeah. What are we doing? What's going on? What's going on? Truly, what's going on? But it's good. Things are balancing out in the real estate world, which is really good for me in my pocket. Well, I'm glad for your dad to keep us an update. Yeah, for sure. So that's what's going on with Dave the Rave. Um, I need to talk to you about something. Okay. And it's The Bachelorette. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. You're not going to tell me you're pregnant again, I know. I was like, Addison, please don't tell me that you're pregnant. <laughs> so I'm the person that will just cold FaceTime. I do do that. And so anytime I FaceTime our friend Taylor, she always has this look on her face. And so one day I was like, why are you always like that when I call you? And she was like, I'm afraid anytime you FaceTime me out of the blue, you're going to tell me you're pregnant. I'm like, okay, let's all calm down here. I've been pregnant twice. Granted, they both were a little surprising, but no, I'm not pregnant and I'm not going to be pregnant again. So y'all can all take a pill. Now back to the important stuff is The Bachelorette. Did you watch this past week, this most current week? I did. So I am being forced to watch this season of The Bachelorette. You can say that you're being forced, but this is your fault. You started me on The Bachelor franchise. You got me into Bachelor Nation. I did. But then I fell off for a couple years. I just got pissed off of wasting my time when all these... It was rough you for know, a while. They were like, well, I don't think I want to choose anybody. And I'm like, well, you just wasted five months of my life. It was pretty rough for a while. 
Clayton season. That was that was hard to watch. Yeah. Did you watch that one? No. <laughs> I honestly don't know which season threw me off, but yeah. Um. Yeah. So I've I've watched the first couple episodes. This was just episode three, mm-hmm. and it was actually pretty enjoyable i would say i'm gonna i'm gonna watch this week too i'm really into the two bachelorettes i genuinely like both of them so much i love gabby i loved her on clayton's season and i was really hoping that she would be the bachelorette but i also really liked rachel so i'm down for both of them to be there for sure so since i didn't watch clayton's season did Mm. they make it far in his season like what's the tea with that yeah so essentially They were his bottom two or his top two, however you want to say it. Oh, his final two. Yes. So the girl that he's with right now, Uh um, I don't remember. Either he went home or she sent herself home. I don't exactly remember. Mm -hmm. But you know, like the problem was he told all three of them he was in love with all three of them. Oh, God. So, but after Susie left, she, she was like the third one. She left and then he begged the two of them to stay gabby and rachel and so they were like okay we'll stay and then he went back a couple days later and was like psych i don't want either of y'all i'm into Susie." oof and then he proposed to Susie or was going to and she said no and so then we didn't know they were actually together until after the final rose she said she contacted him after they got home okay it was a bunch of it was a bunch of fuckery so now, yeah, so they had to go through that whole season together, basically. Yeah, so they went through a bunch of bullshit together. So they actually did get a, um, create a strong friendship. Um, and I, I really like their friendship dynamic yeah. this season. I think a lot of the times, especially producers, could really be pitting them against each other. Yeah. And I like that we're not seeing a lot of that. I like that they're being supportive of each other. Yeah. And I imagine being in that role is very isolating. And to have a sounding board, I can only imagine, is probably so helpful. Yeah. Thank God the producers haven't pulled any of that. I was really afraid of that. You know how they are. And I don't want to watch that. I no. don't want to watch girls, like, being pit against each other and Mm-mm. arguing. And But, but yeah, yeah, we're not seeing a lot of that, and I'm happy about that. Um, This week, Rachel had the one-on-one with... What's-his-face? I want to call him like Greg or Chris or something, but I don't think either of those are right. It's like a really it's like typical white guy pulling name. out a name out of a hat. Like, is it John? Is it Jacob? Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name too. <laughs> like, next week I'm gonna have a little printout of all their faces because I really am yeah. terrible at the names until yeah. it's like final five on the Rasta. On the Rasta, I need the Rasta. Their one-on-one was fine. I think that he is going to go far, especially because he was the very first one out of the limo, and statistically, the first person out of the limo goes very far. Hmm. It was fine. The little group date thing was pretty bizarre to me. The whole posing, and they were in wedding gowns. Yeah, it was like a photo shoot. It's like they pulled the wedding dress card that The Bachelor, you know, they frequently pull that card, but they didn't really do anything with it. They were just like, oh, they're in wedding dresses. Okay, now they're not. Now they're in weird outfits. And they made the guys propose to them. Yes. Well, and, only a couple of them. But Nate's was really good. Nate Nate's is the guy that Gabby so had sweet. had the really good one-on-one with who he was talking about his daughter and it just killed me emotionally. Nate is going to be like final three. 100%. If I can actually see two. them together. Yeah. He really seems like Tyler Cameron 2.0 and I'm here for it. She just seems to light up when they're interacting. Yeah. But he like seems to give a shit about her and yeah. a lot of the other guys. They're just like, uh, I don't know who I'm here for. We're here to throw <laughs> around the football. I'm here to work out and be on TV. I wish I could watch Hannah Brown's season for the first time again so I could fall in love with Tyler Cameron all over again. 
was, honestly. I just needed to get Hannah that off Brown's my chest. season was top two. I liked her, too, as a bachelorette. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we do have our Tyler Cameron 2.0, which is Nate. Did you know that he's friends with Peter Weber? No, I did not. Yeah. Um, Peter... Is he a pilot? Mm-mm. Oh. I don't think so. No, he's an engineer. Oh. Um. Yeah, he's friends with Peter Weber and that guy, Dustin, that he does his podcast with. He's friends with them. Oh, interesting. Peter Weber's a little bit of a fuckboy, but I don't think he's a bad person. So I think he was in a decent crowd. Yeah. Well, I seem to like that guy so far. Yeah, I do too. No red flags from him. So does Gabby. Gabby is feeling him. She had a kind of a rough week, though. Um, At the end of that group date. Yeah, I think she was kind of feeling insecure. This because this was the week that all the guys at the cocktail party came and were saying, "You're a little bit rough around the edges." I'm just feeling the other one. You're a little bit rough. That is, I could not believe that was that guy. The guy that said that was Hayden, who is um grocery store Joe's twin, legit twin. No. Oh. This is Caroline not being up on the Bachelor <laughs> I'm like, Nation. Wait, he has a twin. <laughs> Did you didn't watch any of Paradise this past season? Ah. <sighs> I just don't remember. Grocery store Joe is in the Bachelor world. Yeah, I know who he is. He's a good egg. He's very handsome. I need to show you a side by side. Okay, they look similar. Okay, yeah, I just don't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, no, not literal twins. Yeah, but he is the one that told Gabby she was rough around the edges, which I don't, I don't understand how you could say those words and think that that's a good thing to say to a woman. Yeah. Mm, it's like something you just think to yourself you don't say it out loud like mm, you're, a little, you're you're pretty but you're a little bit rough around the edges and then one of the other guys was like even if you were the only woman here i would still have to dip out yeah that's bizarre like i understand you're trying to be truthful here but maybe not sometimes maybe, the truth hurts like maybe you just kind of keep that one to yourself yeah so after that she was not having a good night. Yeah, and after they, how they ignored her when she went to the house and they were all just throwing the football around and nobody took the time to show her any attention or, like, they gave a shit at all. Yeah, it was I would feel really weird. insecure, too. Yeah. But then it kind of flipped at the rose ceremony. It's at a flip Because everybody was rejecting Rachel's rose. Which I found shocking. The first guy that turned her down, I was like, first of all, who are you? Second of all, who are you? Like, <laughs> what? I don't even know you, first of all. Clearly, you don't have a deep remember- connection with either of them. And now you're going to turn down her rose? It was something weird. Well, and it's a bold move, too, because they didn't know what was going to happen. No. Like, they knew that there were two sets of roses, but at that point, he did not know rejecting a rose would mean that... Take one away. Take one away or that he would have a second chance. He didn't know that he could get back in line and wait to see if Gabby picked him. Yeah. It is interesting, though, because if he gets back in line, then Gabby's like, okay, do I keep my roses for who I thought? Or now that he's available, do I give it to somebody else last second? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think every single person that said, no, I'm here for Gabby, none of them got a rose. I think there was three of them. I don't remember. I need a rewatch, but I'm very certain that at least two of the three or three of the three that said no i'm here for gabby they went home what i took away from the rose ceremony was that because gabby told rachel that hayden who was grocery store joe's twin told her that she was rough around the edges and that's when rachel was like are you fucking kidding me like those assholes and so rachel knew that he said that to her and she still gave him a rose Hmm. that rubbed me wrong and then i really like rachel so i'm not trying to dog on her but that i was like 
okay, you know how this man is treating your friend. Like, I don't want anybody that's going to talk to my friend that way, first of all. And then when she walks out of the rose ceremony because she's upset, Gabby was, you know, trying to, like, empathize with her and kind of say, this is what happened to me when they were all coming and rejecting me. Mm -hmm. And Rachel was like, well, yours happened in private. They're all doing it in front of each other, and it's just so embarrassing. And she was, like, minimizing Gabby's experience and... Both of what they went through was cringy, and but now it's like Gabby has what three or four more people now mm-hmm. than Rachel. So it's like, okay, how many rose ceremonies are we gonna have for Rachel where she's not sending anybody home? And they started the ceremony with different amounts of roses. Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Gabby didn't give a group date rose. I don't know. It was really weird. I think the producers are doing something funky. They're plotting as they do. I know that they gotta be plotting, but like, do you think there's gonna be any like popping, you know, surprise visitors? You know how like Nick Vile just popped up in that season. You think Blake's gonna come back for like a fourth season? You never know. Do you know who Blake is? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Oh, I know who Blake is. (laughs) Maybe he makes another. I can see. No, he's talking to the girl from Love Is Blind. Have you seen that, Natalie? Giannina. Oh no, Natalie. Mm -hmm. She was engaged to Shane. That is crazy. I really like Natalie. And yeah. I really, I do like Blake. I think he's a good actor. I don't think he's the thirst monster that everybody makes him out to be. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of here for it. We'll see how that goes. So he's a little preoccupied. I don't think well, that he's going Gianina, to Bachelor Mansion. Giannini, Giannina, whoever hell she is. Blake. She Okay, so she's dating Blake. Yep. Natalie is dating Blake. Two Blakes. <laughs> There's two Blakes. Oh my god. <laughs> Enough naming children Blake. Okay, sorry. I like the name Blake. Okay. (laughs) Bachelor, please cast some people without name Blake. All Blakes. So, Blake, please step forward. Uh, Me? Or or that Blake? Blake S. Blake (laughs) F. Blake. That was the end of the episode with Rachel being upset. Yeah. I don't think that I saw a preview for next week. I didn't. If I did, I wasn't paying attention. Now they both have two sets of guys. The preview that I did see was Logan saying, because now he's on Team Rachel, but then he's telling Rachel that he Mm. still has feelings for Gabby. Might do a little flipperoo. Yeah, I don't think that Mm. that's going to come up soon. I think it'll be in a few weeks, but it'll be interesting. It's interesting because are they still going to have combined group dates like they did? Because they made it seem like they were doing a complete, like, separation. I think... I think the group dates will be separate if they combine them. I think it will just be for, like, time purposes, but the guys will still be, like, earning the time of the one woman, you know? And one-on-ones, they're doing double dates. I've seen that. Because hmm. this upcoming hmm. week, um, I believe, is when they start traveling, question mark. I love when they travel on The Bachelorette, so I'm very happy that's back. I saw a preview that they're on a double date in Paris. Oh, I like the. I will be tuning in. I really like the thought of them double dating. I think that that shows um, way more of a real life possibility. And especially because a lot of the guys are friends, Mm -hmm. you know, since they live together. Seeing a man that you're dating, how he reacts um, and interacts with his friends, I think shows a lot about them. And it really takes them out of that bachelor perfect bubble yeah you can actually see them interacting with other people besides you it just gives you an example of more real life rather than horseback riding in the netherlands together (laughs) frolicking on the sunset the only thing that i will say about this season is that the stylist i believe her name is carrie for the show she's doing them dirty with some of these outfits really like rachel in that piss 
gold yellow dress from this past week. That was not it. <laughs> I honestly didn't even notice. <laughs> no, if, pay attention to how they're okay. being dressed now. Some of it is really not good. Ooh. But they're, they're both, it's not them. It's how it's Carrie. It's dress. It's Carrie. Carrie, you hear this? Both of them are so beautiful, though. Like, they are. What do you think their skincare routine is like? Maybe Road Beauty. Have you heard about Road Beauty recently? Road as in the clothing line? No, I'm talking about <laughs> Haley Road Beaver. I think she's a little bit more famous. So basically, if you guys have not heard about this ongoing drama, Haley Bieber, aka Haley Road Beaver, that's her middle name. She has a skincare company called Road. Is it just Road or Road Skincare? Didn't tell you. Either way, it's Road. That's her name. There's also a clothing company called Road Skincare Fashion. So Haley Bieber was launching Road her skincare line, and then she got sued basically by this fashion brand. Mm-hmm. And they also came out with a statement that said that Haley Bieber tried to basically buy their name. Yeah, she went to them years prior to launching her brand and asked for the name and they told her no which i think is just a courtesy because yeah they're in two different markets yeah i don't think you can just trademark the name road in every segment like how are you gonna trademark it in in beauty if you're not in beauty well and Haley bieber is not going to start a business that is not legally trademarked she's not gonna pull a name out of her ass and hope that everything is okay. Yeah, she got, she got that lawyer money to protect her. I really, I don't think that they have a leg to stand on. An update to the story is that the judge on this lawsuit denied the group's motion for a preliminary injunction without prejudice after viewing the footage, allowing Bieber to release the clip as the lawsuit continues. So basically, the judge didn't say like, okay, you need to stop. She just let them say, okay, just keep going and we're going to have a court about it, basically. I just don't understand why they even have to do all of that. I don't feel like she's doing anything wrong. They are a clothing boutique and she is doing skincare. They're two complete, they're selling completely different products. The Road clothing line made this big statement a few weeks ago saying that she was hurting their business and their customers. And I'm like question mark because if people are looking up, you know, if someone's just typing in Road onto Instagram, your company is probably coming up with Haley's. Say somebody accidentally clicks on your um, company rather than hers. Okay, now they're on your page. And what? That's helping your engagement on your profile. Say somebody sees something cute because they just happen to stumble across you now and then whoop, they buy something. How's that hurting you? I think there's room for two roads in this world there are multiple roads in this world there's multiple roads to be traveled and this one i think it's gonna go both ways two roads i just it kind of really rubbed me the wrong way so i'm going down a different road that's that on that road okay that is that on that indeed it is do you have anything else that you feel like you need to talk about this week i feel like i have put all of my eggs out there to be consumed Hmm, okay well this week we're going on a bachelorette trip we are indeed we're going to austin in a few days i gotta pack i'm flying out on wednesday so i really need to get it all together that's true you're going a day earlier than me i am i'm gonna be just bumping around austin honey do you have all your outfits together i do i need to try them on and figure out the shoe situation of it all but I, i know my dresses i just bought a pair of new shoes the other day 
let me ask you, like, while we're here, one of my outfits, I think a pair of white heels would look best. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a no-no? White heels? For the pink? Uh-huh. <laughs> one of I the nights like, we have can to- Can I say that? <laughs> one of the nights we have to wear pink. No. <laughs> you think that's okay? I honestly was thinking about wearing white shoes with one of my outfits, so I would say go for it. Okay. I'm just always so self-conscious of stuff like that. Like even going to a wedding, yeah. I, I won't wear anything. You don't want to be that girl. I won't wear it even if it has a white flower on <laughs> it. I'm not wearing it. I don't want to be that person. Yeah, unless it's like white knee-high boots or like white cowboy boots trying to be the moment. I think you're in the clear. Yeah, it's not that. It's just a cute little subtle white heel. Subtle little dainty heel. So, okay. Well, I'm glad we covered that. Thank you so much because I was internally panicking a little bit. Now that we've gone over the really important things, (laughs) we'll be in Austin this weekend. So, that'll be fun to talk about next week. There are 20 women going on this trip we are just gonna have our own episode of the bachelor (laughs) so stay tuned to see who gets the final rose oh my god that would be so funny everyone have a great week and we will be back next week to recap our bachelorette weekend and everything else in between thank you for being a part of my quarter life crisis and my quarter life crisis bye bye guys